Thank you for joining me for a special edition of the Pursuit Friends Network podcast. This is planner and lead pastor Brian Donahue, and I have a special message I'd like to share with you as we are past the Easter season and we're looking forward into 2022 to the end of the year. God's laid some things on my heart and our leadership, uh, things that we have been working on, dreaming about, praying about, and I just want to share with you an update on that and cast some vision and uh, just share what's on my heart and share a little bit of what God is doing in our midst. So stay tuned. I'll be right back with you after this. You are the ones I called when I reached into the night. Now you are sons and daughters, your children of the light. You are the hope of a nation that needs to know my name. And I'm back. Thank you for listening to that portion of a song that I wrote called Song for Albania. I wrote that a couple years ago after an experience I had as I traveled to Albania with a group from Jackson Friends Church. Uh, And that church supported a ministry there called the Jonathan Center, which reaches out and ministers to and helps and assists uh, people that have Down syndrome and they minister to the families, they teach them job skills, all that stuff. It's an incredible, absolutely pioneering, revolutionary work in the nation of Albania, actually. Altin uh, and his wife, Ada, who uh, actually leads that ministry. And her husband, Altin, leads a church and uh, is overseeing a church planning network there and uh, mentors and disciples, young men, uh, who desire to be used of God to start new works in that nation and has influence all over the region, really. And I had the opportunity to go and be with him for a week and learn and watch and pray. And man, did God do a work in my heart. And that was right before we started Pursuit Friends Church, actually. Uh, we were about to 
uh, launch into this new thing. And I had the opportunity to go and be a part of that movement there in Albania. And ever since then, I have been in contact with Altine um, and other pastors in that region and just continue to have a heart. And I wrote that song for them, for the pastors and the people of Albania. And I'm very passionate about that. But that song can also be true and is true of us here in America. I really believe that that song, for us as a church pursuit friends, can be a rallying cry. It can be a battle cry, if you will. It can be a point of inspiration, a point of challenge for us as a church that we need to go more, we need to be more, and we need to live this gospel out more everywhere we go in every nook in cranny of society. And so I've been thinking and dreaming, praying a lot about what God might have in store for us as a church in the coming year. And and I've been really honestly keeping an eye on Easter. And, and now that we're past kind of this typical mile marker for the year, I just believe that God is stirring in my heart um, a need to focus on some intentional goals for the summer. And, and I'm going to focus our attention as a church in two phases or two seasons, if you will, for the remainder of the year and into the next. The first season will, will be kind of the rest of spring and summer, so April through August. The second phase will be the fall and winter and cover kind of September through December, maybe a little bit into January. And part of my job as, as lead pastor of Pursuit is to keep the vision of our mission in front of you as much as possible to make sure that we are staying the course, remembering the main reasons we gather and live and move as a church, right? Uh, it, it also means that I get to cast new vision every now and then, uh, but always with the intention to solidify or add to the core of who we are as a church. The original mission is broad enough and solid enough to never change because it's based on the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and make disciples, to preach the gospel, to live the gospel, to love and serve our neighbors. So it's it's been a while since I've done this for us, and I feel that the spring season is a fantastic time to make sure we're focusing on the right things as a church and as individuals as we go into every nook and cranny of our daily lives. And I hope you know this already. If you're a part of our church or if you follow what God is doing here, Pursuit exists to make disciples, right? If we could simplify our vision and mission, it would simply be, in quotes, make disciples. That, that works if we're really, truly living like true disciples of Jesus Christ. Then we will naturally, will organically and powerfully impact the world around us, right? So everywhere we go, we'll see mission fields. Everyone we come in contact with will be people We can love and serve and preach the gospel to. We'll make disciples. There's also something else that is very near and dear to my heart as a pastor, and that's planning churches. When we started Pursuit, I I made it very clear that I was passionate about starting other new works, other new churches, that, that one of our main efforts as a church would be to plant other churches. And our model may have changed, but that passion and desire for launching new churches into our surrounding communities really hasn't diminished one bit inside my heart. And we may have switched directions as God led us through the pandemic. Now we're emphasizing smaller gatherings in the form of house churches. 
and really because we believe that this setting, while closer to the biblical model portrayed in Acts as the early church began to gather, is much better suited for a higher degree of possibility for true discipleship. And, and relationships are more likely to be formed, right? As, as we share meals together, share more of our lives, it's just a more intimate and welcoming setting when we do that in our homes. And I've changed my language around this a bit over the last couple of years, a lot with the help of people like Kristen and Joe and uh, Aaron and um, other other people that I'm reading and conferences I've been to and, and stuff like that. But we we can't plant new churches if we don't have the leaders to lead these new churches. We can't start something new without the right people who are called and obedient. And we are now more interested in raising up leaders who will be launched into their communities as part of our network of house churches. So I'm going to be focusing more intentionally on raising up the leaders we already have and inviting others into our network who feel called to start new works. Our leadership team has changed our language as well as a whole. We now refer to launching new leaders or a team of people into these new house churches we want to be about recognizing, equipping, and releasing people that will be launched throughout Northeast Ohio to be the church. In fact, we have Aaron and his wife, Megan, who have already begun preparing for an eventual launch out of the Deborah House Church into their own neighborhood. Be praying for them as they pray, as they prepare, and wait upon the Lord for the timing of when he is calling them to bravely launch out. We've been working on some organizational documents as well that describe who we are and what we're all about. We had our original documents, of course, but we've shifted to a house church network, so many of those documents needed to be revised. And and we have more work to do, but we are close to sharing with our entire church body these documents that will be a great help in helping us keep on and keeping us on track with our mission. Envision uh, as a network. And, and these documents will also help others who may wish to join us future church planners, future leaders, future kids' discipleship teachers, future members, worshipers who may join us uh, in our network to understand what we are all about. The dream is to see Pursuit Friends House Churches start and spread all over Northeast Ohio as we make disciples. So we make disciples, I believe. This will naturally happen as a result of making disciples, of being faithful uh, to that call of Jesus for us as a church. And as God grows this network, we'll still have our monthly nights of worship and family reunions. In fact, uh, our dream of growing a network of house churches was one of the reasons we created this monthly gathering like this. We, We had an eye actually towards the future and the need to stay connected for people to experience larger corporate worship. And in fact, that's that's one of the things that people that engage in a smaller expression of the body of Christ often list as the number one thing they miss the most is the larger corporate gathering and worship. That is in particular that worship element of that, of just doing that with a bunch of other people. Um, is something that people miss. So we want to 
kind of fulfill that and do that on a regular basis. We want to hear stories of how God is moving in other house churches as well as we gather around tables to eat, as we share stories uh, from the microphone uh, about what God is doing in each of our churches. That's kind of the idea. Um, And we also plan actually on having regular gatherings specifically for our house church leaders where we'll pray, worship, eat together. We'll also engage in learning and sharing together and a special time of equipping, uh, if you will, that will take place for each of our house church leaders as we grow this network. And as our network grows, I will act more and more as the shepherd for the shepherds in each of our house churches. So in other words, I'll be meeting regularly with each house church leader for personal growth, accountability, encouragement, discipleship. As more house churches are added, we'll develop a network leadership team that will help disciple our house church leaders. So as we grow and it becomes harder for me, that's that's the hope, it, that it becomes impossible, that God grows us to the point to where I need other people around me helping to shepherd the house church leaders. Um, and the, our individual house church leaders uh, will be responsible for shepherding the house church they are leading. So it won't just be me overseeing all the house churches in the sense that that I'm who you call when you need something, uh, when you're going through something. That's what the house church leaders are for, is to be able to more personally and intimately interact with your lives. And then I'll be more personally uh, and intimately interacting with the lives of the house church leaders and shepherding them. And we desire to send out what we are calling seed teams Uh, to plant new house churches. So we recognize that God desires us to live and work in community with others, right? That's something we really um, love as a network. He made us for community, to be a part of something bigger than our own selves. While God will raise up individual house church leaders, we are sensing and believing that God desires to raise up other leaders who will go with the house church leader to start a new work. These seed teams, including the house church leader, will launch together into new neighborhoods and communities. What we're foreseeing and what God has laid on our heart is that we don't want people to be alone. We don't want leaders to be alone and they have to prepare their house every week, right? They have to get it cleaned up. They have to get it ready to receive people. Sometimes also preparing the food for the fellowship meal either before or after or in the middle, which wherever that lands for each house church. And, um, you know, they've got to prepare the lesson or the Bible study. They've got to, if they have kids, be concerned with doing kids' discipleship and organizing and planning that. We want a team of people to come together uh, to work as one uh, team in unity to help launch each new house church. And that may be the house church leader and his or her spouse, um, uh, or it could be a single person too leading a house church uh, as well. Of course, God could work that way. We, we, we know full well that that's a possibility. Um, and it may be that there's a house church leader that is called and anointed and gifted in that, but maybe they don't have the right home to do that in. So one of the seed team members may have a home that's more better suited. So they'll be the host 
Um, and so people can partner that way. If you don't have a home, that doesn't mean you can't be a house church leader. It just it, maybe you're going to partner with someone else who has a home that's a little bit bigger uh, in order to do that. So we desire these teams to be spread out. And, and the qualifications to be a house church leader are really simple. They must live up to the standard for elders as described in Titus 1, 6 through 9 and 1 Timothy 3, 1, 1 to 7. In other words, each house church leader will also be considered an elder of Pursuit Friends Church Network of House Churches. And others in the house church may also qualify for and fill that role as well. So you don't have to be a house church leader to be an elder necessarily at Pursuit Friends Church, but that is the basic qualification that the Lord has laid on our heart that is that is a good standard to have for house church leaders. Um, and maybe you're, you don't feel called to lead a house church, but maybe you want to be a partner with that house church leader to help f- shepherd the flock. And uh, so that is certainly a possibility as well. And we have three uh, ecclesial minimums for a new house church to be considered a part of our network and a viable church. Uh, and these ecclesial minimums are worship, community, and mission. Each house church will strive to include these three elements as a part of who they are. Discipleship is implied and expected as a natural result of, excuse me, as a natural result of these three elements being lived out. So we really wanted to keep it simple um, as far as what the minimums are to be a church, but we feel like with worship, community, and mission, discipleship is definitely implied as a part of that and is the driving force behind all three of these ecclesial minimums. And I just, I, I, there's something that I that the Lord has put in my heart even just to say to us again. I've said this before, I think, in other contexts, but multiplication is in our DNA, it's in our DNA when we started as a church, and it's in our DNA as a network. And the biggest way that's lived out is that when we gathered back together this past June in my house here at Whitmer Avenue, uh, we knew that Kristen and Joe and Jay were going to be launched out eventually, um, sooner than later, to start a second house church, right? We felt that we needed to gather in order to heal after the pandemic, to just be together, to celebrate hey, we're still together. We're still doing this thing called Pursuit. It's awesome, right? Um, but with that, we actually gave birth to Deborah House Church, if you will, and they were already pregnant when they launched, right? We we were pregnant when we launched back together again as the network of house churches at Whitmer House Church, and then we gave birth to Deborah House Church And believe it or not, maybe you haven't heard, but they're actually pregnant right now, as I mentioned, with Aaron and Megan, who will eventually launch out of Deborah House Church into their own neighborhood in Canton, and they will launch a house church too for their neighborhood and their surrounding community. And the goal, the idea is, is that maybe they'll actually launch pregnant as well. Because um, there might be other people that will go with them, either from Whitmer or Deborah House Church, or they might have new people that they'll begin to invite into that situation that will go with them and be a part of that and maybe one day launch another house church. So it's in our DNA. Uh, and we have an eye. We want each house church to start with an eye towards multiplying themselves, raising up leaders, other CT members, 
who will launch into new neighborhoods. And I'm really excited about this. I mean, our leadership team has spent many hours dreaming, discussing, and praying over this vision. Another thing I was passionate about as we started Pursuit was being a part of church planning in the country of Albania. Very early early on, we started sending a percentage of our tithes and offerings to Altin Kida and his church ICF there uh, in the church planning network that he leads in that nation and really the surrounding areas. I had a big and lofty dream, uh, and I remember sharing this originally with our team, of planting the very first church, Friends Church in Albania, not the first church, um, the very first Friends-affiliated church in Albania. And that dream was put on hold for a while, largely in part to the pandemic, but God, um, and, and also God wanted to transition us right into this house church thing, but uh, God has recently restored the passion and drive for this dream in my heart. Uh, there is a possible opportunity for this to actually happen too. I, 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 I hope to see a friend's church start in Albania within the next year, maybe even by year's end. And I believe we can do this and that it's closer than we think, actually. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, the Bible says. And this, this means a certain level of financial support for this new church in Albania will be necessary. But if we believe God is leading us, then he'll make a way. Imagine being a part of a church that is planting churches in other countries. We may also even see opportunities to be a part of planting house churches in Mexico as well. And I'm just, I'm blown away by what the future will hold for us as a network if we simply put our faith and trust in God's power and will. If we're faithful and obedient, he will always provide and show up for us every single time. I'm also excited about what is already happening in our two current house churches. I mean, God is doing miraculous works of healing and restoring, of creating new life where there was once darkness and depression, of renewing hope and faith, of perseverance and victory. We are becoming stronger and stronger disciples of Jesus Christ, and we are going more and more with the hope of Jesus into our everyday places. We have a lot to be thankful for as a church, and I believe the coming year will be one of incredible breakthrough and advancements in our families, in our communities, and in our church as we seek to advance the kingdom of God. I believe God is saying to me that he is about to expand our territory. And it's really his territory, but you know what I mean. is that God really wants to challenge us in the coming year. He's going to push us. Uh, it might be a little uncomfortable from time to time. He's going to show up when we least expect it. He's going to do some unexpected, crazy, awesome, amazing things. I believe that with all of my heart. I believe we're going to start to see new people showing up in our house churches too. I believe God's going to give us a greater boldness and courage to invite people to be a part of what God is doing at Pursuit. I believe that God is going to bring us disciples who are going to love the vision of Pursuit Friends Church, who are going to say, finally, I get, I, I have found something that is going to be a launching pad for me to finally, once and for all, be used the way God has been calling me to be used for church, but I could never find 
that resource. I could never find the church that would believe in me and launch me and send me and release me and pray for me and support me and encourage me. And man, guys, I just, I just believe God is doing a new thing in our midst. I really do. I believe that new opportunities are right around the corner. We are a generous church here at Pursuit Friends. We give away roughly 25% of everything that comes into us, tithes and offerings. Roughly 25% of that goes away to other ministries here locally and in Albania. God has put on our heart this idea of partnership. We're so grateful to partner with Hartville Church of the Brethren and Pastor Anthony DeMarco. We're so blessed by them for opening their facility up to us once a month. Uh, to have our nights of worship, our family reunions, and to have the meal together. We're just so grateful for that. We're grateful for all the other ministries that we get to sow into financially. And I believe that God is calling us as a church to, in the coming year, um, figure out how to more intentionally launch new people into new neighborhoods. And it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. But it's going to be the best thing we could ever do with our lives. Is God calling you? Maybe as you've been listening to this, you've been going, "Ah, I really feel like maybe I should look into this thing. I should start praying about this. I say no better day than today to get on your face before the Lord, on your knees before God, and just say, Lord, will you send me? Am I someone you want to launch into my neighborhood? Um, Do I need to call Brian? Do I need to call Kristen or Joe or Aaron? Uh, What do I need to do, Lord God? And we'd love to pray with you. We'd love to talk with you. And maybe you're listening to this and you're not currently a part of Pursuit Friends, but man, maybe you've been watching, listening, you're interested, you're curious. Maybe you've been supporting us in some way, even if it's just by listening to our podcast, whatever. I would invite you to maybe do the brave thing and reach out to me and let's grab coffee. Let's grab lunch. Let's sit down and talk about what your dreams are and what God has called you to. And maybe as you are in your vocation, check this out. Maybe as you already have a job, God is saying, hey, I just want you to stretch a little bit. You can lead a house church with a full-time job, by the way. That's actually part of our DNA as well is that all of our house church leaders, it's a totally volunteer thing. We right from the start are saying, this is volunteer. Um, And I'm really excited about that because it gives us the opportunities to be in, actually be in our communities. So if you're a full-time businessman, you work construction, uh, you're in the cleaning service, the food industry, Whatever it is, you're in sales, whatever it is, um, you can still lead a house church. We're going to set you up with the tools and and help structure your culture and your schedule around how to make that work and how to be effective in that. So you don't have to quit your job and go to seminary and to get into full-time ministry to start a house church. That's not our thing. Our thing is calling out the already called people who are called to go into the workplace, who are called to do whatever they're already doing, but to have an extra thing that they get to lead and be a part of in building the kingdom of God more intentionally. 
reach out to us. Uh, you can contact me at brian at pursuitfriends.org through email. You can stay up to date with everything Pursuit Friends Church on our Facebook page. It is just type in Pursuit Friends Church and it'll come up and you can like that page. You can share it. Uh, that's where every new thing week to week happens is dropped. We do have a website. And that you can use to give and donate to the work of Pursuit Friends Church if you'd like to, or our partners as well. We have our partner ministries that we give monthly to. You can The Dropbox will give you a list of items, and you can give specifically um, however the Lord leads you. And that's at PursuitFriends.org slash give. We'd love to have you partner with us financially. We'd love to have you pray for us as well, and we'd love to pray for you. So reach out with my email. Again, that's brian at pursuitfriends.org. I'd love to pray with you. Um, You can reach Pastor Kristen at kristen at pursuitfriends.org as well. And I hope that uh, maybe one day soon you'll show up at either Whitmer House, which uh, meets Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We have kids discipleship. So if you're a family and you have kids, we have stuff for you. And we do a potluck lunch afterwards or as a part of our service. It's at the end of our service time. And so bring a dish to share. Sundays at 10 o'clock on Whitmer Avenue here in Canton, Ohio. And uh, you can check out our Facebook page to get the address for that. Or Sundays at 6 p.m. at Deborah House Church. Kristen leads that house church. And they do dinner beforehand, a potluck dinner beforehand, and do their Bible study worship and then end with dessert. So... God bless you guys. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And again, go in the peace of God. Go into all the world preaching the gospel. Live out this gospel. Be the hands and feet of Jesus and seek to be a disciple more and more every day. And watch God do crazy, stupid, amazing, spectacular things in your life and also in the life of those around you. I pulled you out of the darkness my friend.